The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Righteousness has everything to do with your successful life of prayer. When you pray righteously, you pray with confidence that whatever you pray, God is going to hear you. When you pray something and you're waiting on the manifestation of the answer, once you pray it is when the fight begins. Notice the devil starts with your thoughts. So if you thought wrong, put your hand over your mouth because if you come out with something that negates that prayer, then you're going to have to start over again. So we have to watch what we say because angels are on assignment and waiting on God's words that you speak. How do you know that you have the petition you desire of him? Because he heard you. How do you know he heard you? Because you prayed according to his will. So when God suggests the impossible to you, be it unto me. Don't try to figure it out how he's going to do it. How is this going to work through me? Only believe. What we said is we're getting to a place where nothing is as it seems. Because what you've seen is a counterfeit society and you've seen the enemy. He built his society and he built it so that it would regulate the masses, regulate the masses. He's still in this thing that he thinks he can take over. But that's why you have the spirit of truth because you're going to be able to see things and so forth and be able to do things. Now, let's go over to to Mark chapter 11. All right, now this is when Jesus cursed a fig tree, all right? And he said it here in verse 13. I'll start there. And seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, he came to it half that he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves for the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus answered and said to it, now he's speaking to a tree. No man eat fruit of you hereafter forever. And the disciples heard it. The roots or roots, however you pronounce it, represent the unseen portion of reality. That once Adam sinned, the spectrum of reality shrunk. And he only now is operating in the physical side of it. The spiritual side of it now, his eyes are shut and now he become a victim. Enemies going after him. So now the devil became the God of this world. What world? The physical world. Because that's where mankind is. However, when you and I got born again, we got eternal life. We came back into that place. Now, what God has to do is renew our minds that we can see what he can't see. Lord have mercy. Because our minds are telling us we can't see that. But we can. So then he goes down to Jerusalem and does some business down there. And then he comes back out in verse 19. And when the evening was come, he went out of the city and in the morning 
as they passed by, he saw the fig tree, or they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter called him to remembrance and said to him, Master, behold, the fig tree which you cursed is what? Withered away. Jesus said, answered and said to them, have faith in God or have the God kind of faith. For whosoever, for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things that he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you've received them and you shall what? Have them. These are the steps, four easy steps to answered prayer. One is what? Decide. The next is what? Believe. The next is what? Receive. And the next is what? Thanks for. God gave me that for you. First, you have to decide. Well, let's just look at that first for a moment over in John chapter five, verse one. After this, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went into Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue, Bethesda, having five porches. Five is a symbol of grace. And this Bethesda means house of mercy or house of grace. Grace means God's willingness to use his ability on your behalf, even though you don't deserve it. Grace. Grace is unmerited. What? Favor. Verse three. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, a blind halt with it, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down in a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. And whosoever first after troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Now, it sounds a little bit like the lottery, don't it? Somebody hit it, everybody else missed it. Now, <laughs> this is the mercy of God. He's giving, he's keeping people with hope, but it's not the best. The best is that you can get healed anytime. You won't have to wait on the angel to stir up the pool. Because if looking at this, stirring up the pool means I see the water stirred with my natural eyes. So I'm going to run to it and jump in there before anybody else does so I can get healed. That is good. That keeps hope up. But the best of God is I don't have to wait on an angel to come and stir the water. I can get healed anytime by faith. Say amen to that. All right. Look what it says. Verse verse five, and a certain man was there which had an infirmity 38 years. How many years? 38. And when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said to him, will thou be made whole? All right, what what is he after there? He's after a decision. He wants the man to decide. I want you to decide because if you make a quality decision, then God will start moving. 
and a quality decision is one that you will not retreat from. You can be sick and so forth. You can make a quality decision. I will not die. See, a lot of people won't make a decision because they think, well, if I say that, that means that. No, 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 no. Something changes in you when you make that decision. Now, this man, once he gave him that, would you like to be made whole? Look at the man's uh, uh, response to that. The next verse. The impotent man answered, said, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in the pool. And while I'm coming, Joe stepped it down before me. And so I put Joe's name in there, Susie, whoever it is. Somebody stepped down before me and, and I can't get there. Now notice, blaming. Let me tell you why blaming is bad. Because blaming communicates to your subconscious that it's nothing wrong with you. See, if you say to yourself, there's nothing wrong with me, then you say to yourself, I don't need to change. I'm perfect. That's what blaming does. Can I lay something on you? <laughs> Good. My wife wants me to go for it, go for it. Please. I'm watching what's happening. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to meddle a little bit now. There's a lot of blaming and nothing wrong with me. They didn't want to hear it, man. It ain't my fault. It ain't my fault, man. I went upside your head because you was messing with me. I didn't like what you said. But I'm just saying, every time you, we blame somebody or a husband blames a wife, then I don't have nothing to fix. I can't, I don't need to fix nothing. We all got to fix something. We all working on something, man. I was on a tennis court the other day, you know, and, 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 and I, I said, hey, excuse me, could I, could I use that wall right there? Could y'all move over to the other court? And, and, and the lady said, she said, uh, yeah, sure, we'd plan a tiebreaker. Now let, let us finish this. I said, sure, sure, no problem. And, and she was whooping this guy. She was, she was running him. She was whooping him. I mean, I, I felt sorry for I pulled out my handkerchief. I said, Lord, she's whooping this, putting a whooping on it. And, and so after she finished the tiebreaker, he said, uh, I said, um, I, I, I came to the fence. And he said, we're not moving. <laughs> now, you know, you know, old William all, all, almost rose up. I'm working on something, too. I'm, I'm working on something. Can't y'all see I'm working on something? I mean, the old man just raised from the dead just that quick. <laughs> the old man would have said this. Oh, yeah, you go move. I'll be back in a minute. You gonna move. <laughs> Just, but I, I couldn't, how you follow what I'm saying? So, so I didn't, I said, some said, cool it, cool it. Just cool it. And this is what I said. Now, this, you can tell this is, this is new me. I said, I said, okay, sir. He said, I said, well, why won't you move? Because the shade is over here. 
I said, wait a minute, you come outside to play tennis in the shade? I said, ah. So I said, okay. I went and hit another wall. It, it, it's kind of a bad wall. And, and I went, and as I was hitting, she packed up and left. <laughs> and, and what he did is, he didn't have any partner then. He packed his stuff up and started leaving, and he walked by me, and this is the way he looked. <laughs> now, who fought my battle for me? Come on, who fought my battle for me? I don't need to get mad at nobody. That's what I'm saying. We got to get out of that. Are you following me saying? Now, I'm letting you know that old William, God, oh, that thing started rising up in me. I stood there for a minute. Somebody said, don't, don't do it. Don't, don't say nothing. Don't. And now I, I, I. <laughs> come on, come on, okay. All right, let's just, let's just finish this. I, I'm just letting you know we're new creatures in Christ. Say amen to them. And all of us are working on something. Don't be so quick to blame somebody else. Let's get ourselves straight first. He said, when you're looking at somebody and you see the, 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 uh, the log, no, the, the molt in their eye, get the log out of your own eye. All right, last place. <laughs> All right, look what it says in Mark 11:24. Therefore, I say to you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you what? Receive them and you shall what? Have them. Believe is not with the flesh. All right, now watch this. There are two men. Let's put it up on the board, please. Second Corinthians in chapter four and verse 16. There are two men. Now, just the way I want you to remember this. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man, what? Perish. Our inward man is what? Renewed. Come on. Day by day. Two men. Which ones? Outward? Come on. And inward. Okay. Now, when he says believe, which one of these men do you think he's talking about? Inward man. Got it? The outward man is your physical body. That's your natural mind. The inward man is your spirit. Got it? And you are designed to believe the impossible. Okay? Now, here's what I want you to do. Take impossible out of your vocabulary. Take it out. Because with God, all things are possible. Are you with God? Yes. All things are possible. You're not made for the possible. In other words, if you get led into the possible, be very suspect because God's going to lead you into the impossible. He's going to take you there on purpose. And with you being in the impossible, that 
is possible with God. So this natural man will try to believe something that only the spiritual man can believe. Believe with the heart. That's what it says in Romans chapter 10, 10. So he's going to lead you into impossibilities. And the Holy Spirit's going to suggest it to you and have you to make a decision. It is impossible for you to pay off your mortgage between now and Christmas. Good. Let's go for it. Now, I, I put something down here that you want to see. Are y'all with me so far? I put down the fact that the vast number of professionals do not agree with the verdict of faith. The vast number of professionals do not agree with the verdict of faith. Abraham, you're going to have a baby. What? 99 years old. Sarah's 90. She never had a child. Guess what? Sarah's going to have one too. Sarah heard that and started laughing. And I'm telling you that God is going to start speaking to you about the impossible. Mary, you're going to have a baby. Well, how's this going to happen to me? I don't know a man. The Holy Ghost is going to come on you. And the holy thing is going to be born of you, shall be the Son of God, will be it unto me. Amen. Say amen to that. Amen. So when God suggests the impossible to you, be it unto me. Yeah. Don't, don't try to figure it out how he's going to do it. How is this going to work through me? Only believe. Put that verse back up there one more time. I'm going to work this thing. We're going to work it like a Philadelphia lawyer. Look what it says. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you received what? Them. Them what? Them things. Them things. The things. The things. The things. Now, don't be trying to bring the things down here where you can believe it in the natural because I don't want you to believe it over there. I want you to keep it up there where it's impossible in the natural, but it's possible to you. You were designed for the impossible. Amen to that. Am I making sense with this? Think about it. What do you have that's impossible? What do you desire? What is, come on now. God is about to lead you, watch this, into a battle you can't win. Not with a natural man. Come on. God is about to lead you into a piece of property you can't afford. Not with a natural man. Come on. What is he doing? He's setting you up to bring heaven to earth. What is heaven? It's expensive. Come on. It, it, heaven, the streets are paved with gold. There is no hood in heaven. Come on. No trailer homes in heaven.
in heaven. It is only mansions in heaven. I'm telling you, God is about to make the greatest, uh, the greatest uh, uh, likeness between heaven and earth that's ever been seen since the days of Solomon's temple. You remember the queen of Sheba came to Solomon's temple and looked at it and heard the wisdom of Solomon. And what did she do? Oh, she fell out. You're about to make some people faint. Come on. God is about to make you laugh. You're about to do something that somebody is going to see your God. Because your God is going to be the God. Oh, they're going to let Buddha go. <laughs> they're going to let Muhammad go. They're going to come and see the real God. I'm telling you, this is our moment. This is our time. He didn't say pray and pay. He said pray and believe. I don't know how God's going to do it, but I know what God is going to do. Come to pass in my life. Folks, if the doctor give you a bad report, just get up and run around the operating room. <laughs> Praise God, because something is about to happen. I said, God's people, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. I said, get ready, get ready. So little old stuff. There's nothing cheap in heaven. That I'm not trying to say go after things. I'm saying go after God. Make this word work in your life. Get that debt and say, how big is that debt? I'm about to cancel this. Get that business that needs to be started and say, hey, wait a minute. I'm about to go into business. I'm not going to deal with profit and loss. I'm only going to deal with profit. God's going to run that business like the kingdom should be run. For thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Righteousness has everything to do with your successful life of prayer. When you pray righteously, you pray with confidence that whatever you pray, God is going to hear you. When you pray something and you're waiting on the manifestation of the answer, once you pray it is when the fight begins. Notice the devil starts with your thoughts. So if you thought wrong, put your hand over your mouth because if you come out with something that negates that prayer, then you're going to have to start over again. So we have to watch what we say, we say because angels are on assignment and waiting on God's words that you speak. How do you know that you have the petition you desire of him? Because he heard you. How do you know he heard you? Because you prayed according to his will. So when God suggests the impossible to you, be it unto me. Don't try to figure it out how he's going to do it. How is this going to work through me? Only believe. 
stand in your righteousness and exercise four easy steps that will yield effective, fervent prayer every time you pray. In Pastor Winston's life-changing four-disc series, The Power of Prayer and Praise. To order on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4, contact us online at billwinston.org. You can also call us at 1-800-711-9327. Hello, Bill Winston here. Now, I trust that you've been blessed by the day's message. I'd like to take a moment to share a couple of testimonies with you that that have come from our prayer call center. We have a call center that's set up to pray with people who would call in. Now, we've created this center for you, the partners, the viewers, those who would call in and need prayer for any matter. It doesn't make any difference. We want to pray with you, stand and agree with you, whatever we need to believe God for you, for the thing that you need God to do in your life. Now, here is a testimony that was given to me. This came in from Florida. This particular person had a family member that was in a coma. They'd been in a coma for two weeks and that this family member was, the family was being challenged as to whether to take the person off of life support or just leave them on. Well, this one person decided to call the prayer center here at Bill Winston Ministries and that prayer minister prayed with them and believed God for that person's deliverance or that person to come out of that coma. Well, shortly after the family called this person and reported that the sister, the dear sister that was in a coma opened her eyes and woke up and then asked for a drink of water. Now they ask what time that this sister called the prayer center. What time did they pray for this dear sister in the hospital? They prayed at 11:16 a.m. in the morning. And that is the exact time the sister woke up from a coma that she had been in for two weeks. Praise God. Let me give you another one. This testimony comes from Illinois. This particular person called for prayer uh, for their godmother. Now, she had stage four cancer and was going to have surgery. Now, after they had received, received prayer from the prayer call center, the doctor started the surgery but could not any longer find cancer in this person's body. Now, these are actual testimonies that have been coming in. So I'm just saying here that if you need prayer, if you need somebody to agree with you, we've got people that know how to get hold of God. I'm telling you, see, God's plan is that we all be healed. God's plan that we all be delivered. God's plan that we all have enough abundance or whatever have you. So if you're going through something that isn't God's plan, in other words, there's something in your situation there that you know is not God's will for your life, call that prayer center. They're standing by. These folk know how to pray. And as you pray with them and they agree with you, we're going to believe God that every need of your life is going to be met. Well, remember, we're here for you. The prayer call center is available. We love you. And this is Bill Winston saying, keep walking by faith. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, 
we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you. The mission of Bill Winston Ministries is to preach the gospel of the kingdom throughout the world. This broadcast has been made available to you through the faithful support of Bill Winston Ministry partners and friends. We invite you to become a partner and join Dr. Bill Winston as he trains believers how to live independent of this world system and have dominion over it. Thank you, Bill Winston Ministry partners and viewers for your continuous support of the Believer's Walk of Faith broadcast. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.